Well, I'm just going to jump into the Word today, and I want to, you know, because it's Mother's Day, I want to talk to mothers, and uh, just have a, a few things to say in, in regards, in, in my encouragement to moms, um, to not give up at times, especially when your kids are little, not to give up and think that what you're doing isn't working, because it is. And I'm going to share some scriptures today that will help encourage you and empower you along this line. So I want to talk about my mom for a moment. Um, my mom had very little training to be a mother from her mom because just of issues that she had. And, you know, that's the way things work. Things are passed down generationally and, you, you know, you, you miss out on stuff. I mean, we can get what we need even when we don't get it from our parents, but it makes it even it makes it more difficult. And, and so because she didn't have that training, there was a lot of fear in my mom. And my mom passed that on to me as a child. She, she was riddled with fear. And well, I had a lot of fear. I've had to deal with fear in my life and get rid of that fear through the blood of Jesus, through the power of Jesus. I've gotten set free from fear of so many different types that actually cut, that were generationally passed down, you know, from my mom. And, and, and as a result of that, you know, I, I used to think that, well, my mom didn't do much for me and she really wasn't there for me, but she was. In, in different ways, she really was. And she gave me a couple things that, that literally were examples in her life that have really later in life have really helped me because I've remembered those. My mom's been gone from the, from the earth for about five years. She's in heaven now. And, and, but, I, but I remember these two things especially. There's other things, but these two things especially I remember about my mom. My mom was, was very unselfish, and she was honest to the T. I mean, I mean, gut honest about everything, you know. Uh, sometimes you wish she wasn't that honest. No, but she, she was good. Honesty is, is, is a real key and an attribute to life and being successful in life. She gave that to me, and I, I, they were examples that, that were in her life and that I saw very clearly, and I'm very grateful and thankful for it. There's a scripture in the Bible in Ephesians chapter 6, in verse through 1 through 4, talks about children and parents, but it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for it's a good thing. And he said, it, it says in there, if you'll do that, and, and the reason you do it, it's the first commandment with a promise, and if you do it, things will be well with you and you'll live a long, healthy life. So, you know, that's a good thing for a child, but it's a really good thing for a mother to take the challenge to raise their children the right way. You know, it's difficult. It's not necessarily a popular thing to stand up in the midst of, you know, some defiance and, and, and you know, rebellion and those kind of things. And, and to say, no, you're going to do it the way I'm telling you to because I want you, you know, maybe not in the moment you're thinking this, but, it, but the end result is I want you to live long and to live well on the earth, things to go well with you and all that you do. And, and so there's a real sacrifice involved when you have children, especially as a mother. The father has a part, but today we're talking about mothers. There's a, there's, there's a real responsibility to sacrifice and make sure that your children get the goods they need from God so that they can grow up and honor you all the days of their life. It, it, it's a first commandment with a promise. God promised that you honor your parents, no matter the age, you honor them. And things will go well with you and you'll live long. And, 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 but that, that, 
the ability for a child to do that comes through the parents. Now, the child still has to choose to do what the parent instructed them to do, but it comes through the parent. And I want to show you in, in several scriptures here how uh, that, that, that is so and how it was evident in the life of Jesus as a young person. Um, in Proverbs 29 and verse 15 and verse 17, and I'm going to read it out of the message translation, it says this, Wise discipline imparts wisdom. Spoiled adolescents embarrass their parents. I'll read it again. Wise discipline imparts wisdom. Spoiled adolescents embarrass their parents. You know, the wise wisdom that would come from a mother is, is directly related to the wisdom that comes from within her from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit gives the wisdom as a mother that you need. The Holy Spirit won't raise your children, but He'll help you raise your children. Now, that's worth everything that, I, that, I've, that I've said so far and that I'll say today. I'm telling you, mothers, the Holy Spirit won't raise your children, but He'll help you raise them. He'll give you the wisdom to raise them. And this scripture says what wisdom will do, what discipline will do. It will create wisdom in their life. Proverbs 29 and verse 17 in the message translation. Discipline your children, you'll be glad you did. They'll turn out delightful to live with. Tell you what, that's a great promise right there. That's a great promise. And that responsibility is on the parents. Today, specifically, I'm talking to the mothers in their part for you to discipline your child. You'll be glad you did. In later years, you'll be glad you disciplined them instead of letting them just be tares and do whatever they want to do. What will happen is they'll grow up and they won't live long. Is what the script, I'm just telling you what the Scripture said. And things won't go well with them. That's, that's, that, that's amazing. There's, a, there's an amazing truth there that you have to get a hold of as a mother. <clears throat> you say, you might, I'm hearing people say, yeah, but I already raised my children and I don't think I did a very good job. Well, you know what? God takes you where you're at today. I don't know how that he'll make a difference and help you to make a difference in their life, even if they're raised and you didn't understand some of these things. God just takes you where you're at and he makes the difference. That's what the Holy Spirit brings to the table. So I just, choose, I just challenge you today to do and, and to go after being what God wants you to be as a mother to your children, your grandchildren, and on and on. Jesus' mother was willing not just to birth him, but to raise and discipline him. You know, a mother has to be willing, no matter the cost, to raise a child that she's birthed. And there's something about that. You, you might say, well, yeah, you know, you can say all that that you want. You're not a mother. You're not a woman. Yeah, but, but, but I've, I've learned things in the Word, and I've watched my wife be a mother, and I, and, and I learned things in my relationship with my mother that I can tell you today that being a mother is probably in our society the most unappreciated role that is out there. The less amount of praise 
for, a, for the most important role that there is on the planet. And, and I'm telling you today, as a mother, God wants you to rise up and be who he created you to be to make that difference in the lives of your children. And that's what Mary did. She was willing to do that. Um, I, I want to read this passage because um, we see this in this passage. It's kind of long, but I, but I want to read it because it's really some of the only writings that we have in the Bible of Jesus when he was young. It's not the only ones, but, but, but some of the main writings that we have, which is very little when Jesus was young. So this is about uh, Mary and Joseph. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew up and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know, but supposing him to have been in, in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. Now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. Where was he? He was in church. Why did he go to the church and listen? And, and why did he uh, listen to the teachers and ask questions and impart things? Because his mom took him to church. His mom made it first and foremost priority in his life to make sure that he heard the word. You know, church is about other things. It's about connections and, you know, about us getting to, to, to know each other and, and relationships and all those kind of things with people. But first and foremost, church is about the Word. And, G, and Jesus' mother made sure that he got to church. So when they found him, that's where he was. He was in church. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, didn't say his father did, it said his mother did. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. And, you know, one of the reasons they didn't understand that is because he was submissive. You'll see it in the rest of this passage here. He always did what they said. And, and, and it says here, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth. He was about 12 years old at this time. And was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart, said he was subject to them. He was submitted to them as his parents. And his mother kept all these things in, his, in, in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Why? Because he honored his parents. First and foremost, it's because he honored his parents. But why did he honor his parents? Because he had a mother that was willing to sacrifice for him and make sure. They looked for him for three days. If he, it was a mother that said, you know what, he's 12 years old. You know, he's growing up. Let him fend for himself. He'll, he'll, he'll find his way back. No, no. 
She knew, you know what Mary knew? She knew the calling that was on her life. You know, some people say, well, you know, Mary's not all that special. Mary's really special. I mean, Mary is really special. This Mother's Day, we need to thank God for Mary and, and the fact that she accepted what God asked her to do in, 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 at 16 years old at, at birthing the Son of God, the living Word of God, being willing to do that and not being married and never being with a man. By faith to, to receive that, even though she didn't understand it in her head, she, she, she received it and she said, I'll do it. And, and Mary was an amazing woman, but she was willing to not just birth him, she was willing to raise him and, and to discipline him. And when you do that, it produces great results. What did it produce with Jesus? That he fulfilled what he came to the earth to do. You know, you say, well, he, he was the son of God. He would have just grown up and done what he was supposed to do. Not so, not so. Or he wouldn't be the perfect example for you and I. He had to be birthed. He had to be raised, disciplined, told what to do, learn to obey, do the things that he was supposed to do. He had to have somebody instruct him and direct him, and he did everything that he was supposed to do. He did it all. If he did it, then he's empowered us to be able to make right choices and do the things that God wants us to do. It's amazing what he did and accomplished, and I'm telling you today, a big part of that was the mother that he had that was willing to sacrifice to raise him to fulfill his destiny and his purpose on the planet. Man, what a great word. And, and I'll tell you, she kept pondering. You know, the, the, the word ponder means to mull over, uh, to think about, to weigh out. She pondered all the thoughts, uh, uh, all the things that she got from way back at his birth, from the angels, from the shepherds, from people along the way, she pondered all those thoughts and raised him and trained him until his release at 30 years old. Some people say, well, you know, when your child turns 18, then they're grown up. I mean, wh whoever wrote that? that? That's where a lot of young people have been hurt and bruised and bad things have happened in their life because they were released and sent off and said, well, you're 18 and now you're an adult. I mean, their brain isn't even all the way functioning and it's not, you know, finished being put together, their brain. I mean, come on, you know, to think that at 18 years old, they're just all of a sudden there's some, it, it's a magic number and something's going to happen. No, they need to be continually trained. Mary trained Jesus disciplined Jesus and watched over him till he was 30 years old and then he was released. Some people are released, you know, at earlier ages, especially when you're married and you start having your own children and that kind of thing. People are released at all different kinds of ages, but there's not some magic number. It's when what was to be given to you and developed inside of you is ready. And when Jesus was ready at 30 years old, you, you, you don't see much of Mary or anything going on with Mary much at all. After that, it was all about the ministry that he was created to implement in the earth for you and I. Thank God for it. In John chapter 2 and verse 1, and I'm going to read this in the message. Um, it says, three days later, there was a wedding in the village of Canaan in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. Jesus and his disciples were guests also. 
When they started running low on wine at the wedding uh, banquet, Jesus' mother told him. Jesus' mother told him. Why would Jesus' mother tell him? Because his day hadn't come yet. Uh, His release hadn't come yet. She was still overseeing him. She was still instructing him. She was still giving him the instruction that he needed. He said, uh, they're about out of wine. And then Jesus said, is that any of our business, mother? Yours or mine? Is that any of our business? Whether they're running out of wine? This isn't my time. Jesus is telling his mom this. Don't push me, is what Jesus told his mother. She went ahead anyway. <laughs> she went ahead anyway. Jesus said, don't, don't push me. You know, it's not my time yet to do some miracle or whatever. Don't push me. Now watch. Watch this. She went ahead anyway, telling the servants, whatever he tells you, do it. Whatever he tells you, do it. Now watch this. So Jesus is kind of, you know, kind of getting on his mom uh, for a moment. Mom, uh, uh, it's, not, it's not time. Don't push me into this. She went ahead anyway. So she goes and tells the servants, whatever he tells you to do, do it. You know what she was banking on? She was banking on the fact that he was going to do what she told him. And he did. <laughs> and, and, he, and, and the wine was produced. The miracle manifested. That was the beginnings of his earthly ministry. Right at the, right at the forefront, right, right before the beginning of his earthly ministry, that miracle that happened at this wedding feast. Well, why did that happen? Because his mom didn't back off. I'm just encouraging you as mothers today. Man, you know what? I kind of thank God that I was born a man because, I mean, being a mother is a huge responsibility. I mean, if I would have been, I'd have taken on the responsibility. But I pray for you mothers all the time. Many, many mothers that I pray for on a daily basis because the responsibilities that you have are huge. And today, I just want you to know that God is very aware and he's very grateful for your position and for your desire to sacrifice for your children to make sure that they fulfill their purpose and their plan in the earth. So he did what he, 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 he did what his mother said and it produced the results. And I'm just telling you today that as you do what you're supposed to do for your children, They'll grow up, they'll honor you, they'll submit to you, they'll submit to authority, they won't be afraid of boundaries, they won't be afraid of correction, you know, those kind of things. Some people think it's so horrible if you get corrected. Yeah, if you'll listen to correction, sometimes correction's not said or done in the right way, but if you listen to it, it'll help you. I mean, it, it'll change your life if you, if you learn how to submit to it. And that's the responsibility of parents to help their children to understand that. And mothers, if you'll do that, It'll produce great things in your kids. They'll live long and things will go well with them all the days of their life. Amen. I believe that. Jesus did this. This is found in Deuteronomy 29 and 9. Jesus did this. Therefore, keep the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. He did that. Where did he get it? He got it from his mother. 
He got, he got it from the example of his mother. I've, I've had to develop in my life not being a selfish person, but an unselfish person. I got that from my mother. I've had to develop being not dishonest, but honest. I'm talking about from way back in my life. And, and, and I got that honesty from my mom. Jesus got this passage of scripture, what this passage of scripture in Deuteronomy says, he, he implemented that and lived that, and he got that from his mother. And in Luke 137, and this is my last verse, in Luke 137, in the NIV, it says, for no word from God will ever fail. That came from Mary. No word from God will ever fail. Jesus believed that because his mother believed it. You know, you could preach this message from a lot of different angles, but I'm preaching it from the angle of how, how much responsibility is on mothers for the outcome and the future of their children, yet you're not raising your kids on your own unless you want to, unless you choose to. The helper, the Holy Spirit is there to help you to raise them. And if you'll do that and sacrifice for them and you just stay with it, It'll produce amazing things in the days ahead.